are listening to the Flood Podcast. Music and more with Bushy and Metal Mike. Sit back, crack open a cold breeze, break out your step, light it all in. While we do our retrospective views and discussions of all things music, food, and entertainment. If you're Metal Mike, Metal Towns. So without further ado, here's Bushy and Metal Mike. music and more we are still here we're still a group i am bushy and you guys all know my co-host greatest co-host on the face of the planet metal mike fuck how are you dude all right all right all right man uh man just been busy with the new job it's been kind of crazy but i gotta say so far i'm digging it um i want to apologize to scribble because we were going to do this and we're still going to this whole magic of death retrospective now we're going to do it in parts and we're not going to record each part all at once because that's just insane yeah, fuck that. 10 hours no yeah yeah well not just that but you, you you would have to break it up in three parts anyway but what i'm saying is we do part one then we'll do a few more episodes of other things and then come back and do part two and what you know because megadeth's got a pretty big discography pretty man. good I size mean, i mean i don't I know mean, about you there's a lot of revisiting i have to do i haven't oh, listened me too. to uh what is it risk Dude, in, there's in I, ages because I only I, liked Breadline on it. Bro, I got to be honest with you. There's some Megadeth albums and I'm not very familiar with at all because I I tuned out. Yeah, I, I got tuned you. out. You know, you know. I mean, so, uh, but but anyway, man, I am looking forward to that. And Scribble even posted on the plug. Uh, he was like, uh, he had had a meme where a guy was walking around, me waiting for the next episode. I know it. And I was like, all right, dude, we're gonna record. And, and originally, we were gonna record last week, and we just couldn't do it. We wanted to do a wild card NFL wild card weekend preview. Yeah, couldn't do it, which kind of sucks. But um, uh. There were a few surprises with that. We'll get to that in a minute. But this is kind of our full force league episode. This is that's the name of my fantasy football league, and we were just like, you know, we can't we can't use a cool name like Baco with slobber knockers. So yeah, right. Even, even, even though even though that's a fucking wrestling term. Not uh, true, but uh, really. Uh, Thanks, good old Jr. It's good old fashioned slobber knocker. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man. Um, Bushy and I obviously were football fans too, and you know the plug is not just about music; it's about music and more. You know this being the more part. So uh, sure, we do a lot of different pop culture things. Um, and also, I mean, you got a lot going on too. You got a new job. How's that going for you, man? Oh, dude. First of all, it has been a long time since I've done twelve-hour shifts anywhere. Uh, I have never worked in the healthcare industry on twelve-hour shifts unless I had to do some volunteer overtime working four hours so they didn't have to work an extra eight 
because I've done those 16s and suck my dick. <laughs> so right. I got I to gotta tell you, I was exhausted. But my first three days, man, and I, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm not exaggerating. My first three days, from about 6.55 in the morning to 7, 7.05 in the evening, all I did was watch videos, dude, uh, for three days. Oh, orientation? Yeah. Not even no. orientation. It's just all the stuff that, uh, you know, that a facility needs you to know. Right. But it, but it was funny because, dude, I, I was an LPN in New York State, okay? I was licensed. Right. Um, Christ, I got out of that field 12 years ago. This was like going through the entire nursing curriculum, which is a year-long course, the LPN course. In three days, it was just... Like the first video was three hours. Every one after that was an hour. Mm-hmm. Every single one, and then and you got a pre-test and a post-test. And now, oh, I know. I just kind of went through it for my my job as infection preventionist. Yeah, and and, the, and even though some of the stuff I'm familiar with because I'm a nurse, there was still a lot of it where I'm like, huh? Well, that gets you a little know, more so. in depth. All this stuff. Oh, right, but still, I, I can just imagine. Knew. You know, you knew, but there is that old saying: if you don't use it, you lose you it. Lose it, yeah. You know, so I can just imagine what that must have been like for you, man. And, and here's the thing. is boring. Now, you're a med tech now, right? Yeah. Like, you're the guy that passes the pills and all that? So, yeah. is there a nurse above you that handles the other bullshit, or how's that work? Uh, there's, a like, a DON. They, they, have, uh, they have administration. They have a DON uh, and, a, and a supervisor on the floor. But they don't. They sit in the office all fucking day, just make sure everyone's doing their jobs. But uh, it's funny just because... A lot has changed in 12 years. So instead of, you know, turning on the videos and maybe killing the sound and getting on my phone all day, I actually had to watch these motherfuckers <laughs> because I'm right. looking for the information that's changed. And there was a little bit of it. But holy fuck, dude, it was kicking my ass. Yeah. But no, so it's, I- uh, it's, it's not bad. I like facilities. Assisted living, uh, which, oh, I've ne- okay. which I've never done before. Um, That's a little bit more laid back than a nursing fuck home for sure. Yeah, dude. There's no Hoyer lifts. There's, you know, there's only well, yeah, a couple because they all live. People. They're kind of. Most of them are are capable of doing a lot for themselves, and yeah. they're they're highly lo- they're high level. Yeah, even though I'm on the memory care side. Oh, right on. You know, so that's your dementia, Alzheimer's patients. But at the same time, it's not that difficult. So anybody that's bitching there, it's obviously they've never worked in a skilled facility because that's a whole other ball game. You fucking right, it is. So yeah, it it um it hasn't been bad. I got to work all weekend. I'm hoping if we get uh, get off of here early enough, I'm hoping to um, go ahead and do my quick edit of this. We'll see how much okay. we, we'll see how much we ramble. Well, let's not ramble too much, man. I kind of I you know. But I'd like yeah. to get it up because this is for uh, playoff weekend, right? Um, but yeah, the the new job's going well. Um, some of the people you know are, are kind of flipping me off because I'm coming in making what they're making. And they've been there like five, six years. But it's like, yeah, but I got years of experience. You well, know? you were a fucking nurse. That yeah. counts for something, man. Sorry. Yeah. So it's like I came in making the same more than others. And it's like, ah, you know what? It is what it is. I still think it's a low start of pay. But it, it's more that I made starting out as a CNA in New York. So I'm okay with that. Right on, man. Hey, you know what? Good for you, dude. You, you, at least you got a steady job. And hey, if you if you do decide to go into this field, you already have a head start in a lot of ways because you know you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, it is something I really enjoyed. It's just getting hurt took me out of that game. So it's nice. Ooh. It's nice to be back in that setting. 
Cool, cool. Well, you know, and 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 now you got something in common with your your podcast co-host and and, and brother from another mother. So you know, I know we're going to go. change the name to Medic. You know, <laughs> <laughs> something. No, Who no, knows? no um, uh, we'll we'll change it to uh, Patience Always an Asshole. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're not always right. <laughs> Quit screaming at me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it is good to be back. You know, we couldn't get things to line up because now, you know, I work daytimes, but I'll work two days off two days, work three days off two days, work two days off three days. But, but we'll get all that figured out. Um, thankfully, it's a daytime shift. Um, and I'm on days too, bro. So And after gonna... seeing those night people and how they leave things, I'm not going to go to nights for these fuckers. That's for sure. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, um, I, I miss chatting with you. Um, I don't have a whole lot of news stories today. Uh, I, it did come across my ticker that David Crosby but just passed away. Mm. Um, it, well, he really pissed me off in the last year with some of the nonsense he was saying. And I'm not a fan of Crosby, Stills, and Nash or Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Um, they have a couple songs that I dig on my dad did listen to them. But I know the man's got a lot of fans. And obviously he has friends and family, so my heart goes out to those folks. Uh no big loss for me, but uh, you know what do you think, David Crosby? Like I said, his uh, his shit pissed me off. Well, he he, I don't know, man. Like the guy, from what I understand, now my dad's he. I wouldn't say he's a hardcore Crosby, Stills, and Nash fan, or or, or even Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And Young. He likes Neil Young a lot. Um, but my dad, I mean, he, he he even said like he saw an interview where I guess David just flat out said like. There's certain guys in the band and people that just quit having anything to do with him. Like, David's just one of those people, I guess, like Richie Blackmore. He, he, he just pisses people off. You know what I mean? And, um, um, I mean, I think the guy was talented. I do like some of their stuff. I don't like everything they've ever done, but I can say that about a lot of bands and a lot of different music genres. I'm not a hardcore fan, more of a casual. There's, you know, like, I mean, there's, I'm the kind of guy, that, yeah, give me a greatest hits album and I'd be good if I'm in the right mood for it, though. You know what I'm saying? I know that I would know their greatest hits. You know, but, um, but, um, right. And that's fair enough. I mean, dude, he, you know, it's kind of like when, 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 when somebody said, well, what do you think of Eddie Van Halen? And he went, meh. And then you had people like Alex Lifeson from Testament. So many people going, whoa, dude, what the fuck? And then he even said, well, hey, I, I didn't mean the guy wasn't talented. He just didn't do anything for me. And then somebody said, well, he's generational. And he goes, well, I when I think of generational guitarist, I think of, of Jimi Hendrix. I'm going, and then that's when Lifeson said, but dude, he was, Eddie Van Halen was the Jimi Hendrix of our generation. Right, you know, right. us. I'm not saying the ones after us. I'm talking, but yes, it, just like Jimi Hendrix was to David Crosby's generation and people that were listening to music back then. It's like, yeah. there yeah. is a fucking comparison. You're talking about two guys who kind of changed the fucking game. Yeah, they, they defined their done. individual eras. Yes. I mean, you know, nothing was ever really the same after Jimmy and Eddie Van Halen, and it just spawned a whole lot of other things. Like, I don't think you get Blizzard of Oz and Diary of Man Man without Eddie Van Halen. And I'm not taking anything away from Randy Rhodes when I say that, but but Randy, I mean, that's what Ozzy was looking for. He wanted to combine the Sabbath sound with the Eddie Van Halen, the Van Halen sound. And yeah. I think he kind of succeeded with those first few records, man. So I would, I would stipulate. And and yeah, I mean, Randy, I mean, come on, you're talking about a guy who did give Eddie his run for his money, and Eddie was the fucking cane at that time. So, yeah, I mean, Randy's amazing, and I think his guitar work was groundbreaking, and I would have loved to have seen what he would have went on to do, but unfortunately, 
fate had other ideas, you know, much like Cliff Burton and how many other artists that were gone before their time. But, right. um, yeah, you know, uh, I think, I mean, I respect his place in musical history. I'm not like Bill fucking can't stand him. He hates Neil Young. I don't think he likes Crosby, Stills, and Nash either. He's like, fuck them fucking hippies, you know. Dude, Which all I, I get can it. think of that I like is that our house is a very, very, very fine house. And it's the only thing I can remember from them. You know, yeah, I mean, there's a few other songs. You know, songs. They're okay. It's but whatever. I, but I don't, I don't, um, you know, I'm not, like, like I said, I could take them or leave them, I guess. Yeah. I don't hate them. But I, I'm not like I don't fucking. You're never going to see Crosby, Stills, and Nash on my wall, ever. Right, right. N- not in mine. You know. But hey, man, to those people that do love them, rock out with your cock out, man. And you know, hey, David Crosby, even though you were a cantankerous bitch, rest in peace, man. True story. I, I'm probably going to have the same kind of speech for D. Snyder, except that I love all his music. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but you could take her as old cunt. Uh, so I've got to ask you, Metal Mike. Um, Brett Michaels has <laughs> just dropped a new yeah? single. Sorry. And have you heard it? No. I, and I'll tell you why. Number one, I didn't know about it. Um, but even if I did, I wouldn't waste my time. Okay, well, that's fair. That's fair. You know how I am, dude. I, I'm I not do. a fan. So why I, would I go, oh, yeah, I got to check out the new Brett Michaels single. Well, no. Well, no. And you know me, I'm a big Poison fan. You are. A lot of people don't understand that I'm not that big a uh, Brett Solo fan. He's done the country thing, and it's okay. You know, if you were on America's Got Talent, it'd be good country. You know what I mean? Um, I did like the music he did for that movie he did, A Letter from Death Row. I love that song, Party Rock Band. It has a very Poison vibe. But let me tell you about this, because uh, I saw it on Instagram. And he's talking about he's releasing this great song he wrote, and it's a it's a road trip song, man. It takes you back to the days, and I'm like, okay. So I, automatically, I'm thinking, you know, Jack and Diane by John Mellencamp. I'm thinking Summer of '69 by Brian Adams. I'm even thinking like Kid Rock all summer long, because what a great fucking summer road trip type song that is, you know. I'm thinking these kinds of songs, and it's got a great title, Back in the Day. I'm like, oh shit. Well, I went and watched it on YouTube, watched the music video. And now I have to say, I love the music video. Got a lot of old pictures of Brett, you know, real young, um, just starting out, you know, before like CC was even in the band because they hadn't moved to California. A lot of cool stuff as far as that goes. Musically, boy, it's... um, it's going to require a lot more listens for me to change my mind on this. It's just you didn't get you didn't dig it. I, I did. I didn't. Ah, interesting. Dig it at all. When I think of, a, of like a summer road trip type song, first of all, why are you releasing the bitch in January? Um, second of all, man, you got to have some punch. I would much rather listen to you know Life Is a Highway, and that's not even a summer road trip song because it's not talking about going back in time stuff. Because that's that's basically what the song is. Oh, I, I was I was so disappointed, so disappointed. Ah, okay. Well, you know, um, sorry to hear that for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, I'm not gonna lie. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Metal Mike's like, well, it makes perfect fucking sense to me. <laughs> right, I'm not a fan. Like, I I just don't get it, man. Oh. I mean, I think Brett. 
I don't know. I've heard conflicting things. I mean, he seems to come across as a really cool dude, but I've heard stories. Uh, Chris Aiken, you know, Josh Toomey's co-host on uh, Talk to Me. Uh-huh. Also, the classic, the the classic, uh, the classic metal show. He is not a big fan of Brett as a person. You know, I guess he's had to deal with him a few times, and he's so he's kind of an arrogant dick. So I don't know, man. I I, I could get that. Yeah. I, you know, I could get that. And I think it's possible to be both. It is. I mean, you know, because that's kind of how I look at myself. Maybe Aiken kind of just caught him on the wrong day. Yeah. You know, I mean, that does happen, you know. I mean, There's days you can catch me, and I'm like, like, like you guys know me. And then there's other days you're like, who is this fucking demon spawned from hell? Right, right, yeah. You know, so who knows? Who knows? But Well, I mean, I think you're a bitch either way. Well, that's personally. cool. That's cool. I'm, no, obviously, I'm, I'm bitching about the new Brett Michaels song, so... <laughs> I don't know how much man cred that gives me. Uh, not much, dude. I, I, I got to tell you, because um, we're not going to stay on Brett too long because there's really nothing worth talking about there. Uh, I did do a guest spot on Rock All I Over You podcast. and um, man, Yeah, I, you've been all over the place, you I, podcast whore. I, dude, I gotta, I'm like, what the fuck, man? Dude, I wanted to record less. Oh, I got to be a black spinners tomorrow. I know, man. and then I was fucking sick, and I ended up not doing it. Yeah, I saw that. I was like fucking bushy and and I, you know what sucks because you know, that was a good topic and i would have been all about that oh yeah board again versus uh, fucking again versus bark, at, bark the moon. at the moon hey let's throw fucking deal fucking holy diver in there just do the whole black sabbath family tree 1983 right. that was a great year for sabbath fans I'm i telling. know and i had all my I notes loved through done. all three of those albums man yeah i had all my notes done and i i did notice something though because i listened to both of those records twice um I listened to Born Again as a whole, mm-hmm. and then I listened to Bark at the Moon as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then I went into my media player, and I took the first track up against the first track, you know, just stacked them. Boy, if you listen to it like that, that Ozzy album blows fucking Born Again out of the fucking water. It, it, uh, it's let just me, different, though, Bush. Let me tell you but, why. Okay, it, has, okay. it has nothing to do with different. And God, I wish I could have been on the show, but I, was, I have just not been feeling well lately. Dude, their production on Born Again. It's, it's not good. Yeah, it's so muddy. Even though you can hear everything, and it's a very good fucking album. When you hear, uh, was it Trash Again, I think is the opening track. Uh-huh. And then right after that, Bark at the Moon plays. You haven't touched the volume, but it's all of a sudden like five times louder. Yes. It just in your face, and it's like, ooh, uh, I should not listen to this I, this way. I do think the production <laughs> hurt. Uh, born again um especially at the time i also believe that you know but i don't know if you know this but apparently iomi has found the master tapes and he's talking about remixing the album god i hope he does does. i want to hear it i want to hear clean that fucker up because that is a great album oh it's the fucking songs are amazing so amazing in fact that I was a little sorry. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Perfect Strangers. I love the fact that the Mark II version of Deep Purple got back together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But God damn, man. I'm like, couldn't you all waited like another year or two? So Born Again could have done another album because you know, that was going to be the name of the band, by the way. Right. And because I just think that, I mean, I think there was some chemistry with Ian Gillen and Tony Iommi. Yeah, man. it worked. But I think Iommi's just one of those guys. It's like Bill, you know, my co-host of the Metal Mike show always says, you know. And uh, he he had to do some stuff because he would have loved to have been part of this episode. You know, he he's a sports guy, so he right. would have been all about it. Um, but 
he always says that Iommi's like a great coach because you know he he seems to write around his seniors. He he writes to his vocalists' strengths and their weaknesses. Yes. And I agree a hundred percent. And that's one of the reasons why Tony Iommi is the fucking master of metal riffs and the man as far as I'm concerned. You know, and and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of other great people. You know, I mean, Jimmy Page, fucking Richie Blackmore. I mean, a lot of his contemporaries are amazing too. But Iommi, just yeah, just fucking awesome. But anyway, yeah, I love Born Again, and I love Bark the Moon, and I, I love Holy Diver. Now, if it was going to be all three, as much as I love fucking Ozzy, I got I'd have to give the fucking Holy Diver the edge. I think. I think so too. But in my notes, there was only a couple songs that uh, beat out the uh, Born Again album. Where where I struggled the most is because we took one of the songs out because it was so short, so, mm-hmm. so you could even it up. Is when you put "Digital Bitch" up against "Center of Eternity." I'm like, oh fuck! I'm like, dude, "Center of Eternity" is like my favorite song on that oh, record. That, that song is so fucking epic, isn't it, Bush? Yeah. I love that fucking song, man. And Jake's just killing on fuck it. Fuck yeah! And then, but "Digital Bitch" is my favorite song on fucking "Born Again." I fucking love that song too, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm telling you, I remember when those records come out. Me and my big brother and my twin, we we bought them. We loved them. It was almost like fuck man if you're a fan of the black sabbath family tree i don't see how 1983 couldn't have been a great year for you yeah born against great album but i do want to send my thanks out to uh to black spinner circle for having me on i've been on there a couple times uh, yeah andy rodriguez is a real he seems cool like a cat. really nice guy man yeah, seems maybe. like a really nice guy man I, i'd like to get to know him better yeah he's a real maybe cool cat. maybe we could have him on sometime i'm that sure we get could to, man he knows get, his uh, music and he could, you know, he uh, he he could get to know me, and then just be like, "No, Mike, will you come on my podcast?" And I'll be like, "Why, sure?" Because I am a podcast whore. <laughs> Absolutely, so am I. I've been on. Uh, You've been and, all over. Dude. Yeah, I've been with I, Mark I, and Jerry, or Mark and Jerry with Charles, the BS sessions a couple times. Uh, with uh, Charles, uh, a good guy. Andy I mean, he's Rodriguez. a Browns fan, so I try not to hold that against him. And Al Horta, man, Al Horta from Be Cool to Be Podcast out. He's a great guy too. He's a he's yeah. Cowboys fan, so. You know, I love him even more. I just um, threw up in my mouth. But he's in the New York, New Jersey area. He's a cool cat. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I just did this Rock All Over You podcast. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I don't believe Eric uh, has given any clue or Edwin has given any clue to the album we reviewed. Oh, so you're not going to say because you don't want to give it away? Right, so I'm not going to say what it was. All right, you got to tell me off mic, though. But I will tell you, you know the anal raping I took on Girls, Girls, Girls? Yeah. Yeah, this was worse. Really? Oh, I, I, I took a butt raping, dude. I, was I it got just you, Edwin, and Eric, or yeah, was somebody else. There? Yeah, it was just three of us. They said they would have had you on, but man, the four of us going said it just takes too long. <laughs> they said they're going to reach out to you to get you on for a different one. Oh, okay. So. Um, cool. Hey, man. Anytime that hey, Eric, Edwin, you listening, brother? Eduardo, let me know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. Just let me know, man. I'm I'm off almost every night now. Yeah, they don't Just, listen you know. to this. Yeah, they do. Nobody listens to us. Yes, they do. I, <laughs> I got I got news for you. We Scri- got listeners. Scribble listens to us. Okay, yeah, <laughs> he's the only one. I highly doubt. That's it. No, he's. Uh. You're wrong, Bushy. You're wrong. So it Besides, is that time of our year. Our episode brother. was the highest rated they ever had. So we must have been doing something right. 
Yeah, I, I think they're Led Zeppelin's beating it. Thirty. Is it? I think. Well, so. I mean, it is Led Zeppelin. Is that the physical graffiti one? I haven't yeah. listened to it yet. I've got it downloaded, but yeah, I'm kind of behind on my podcast, so I'm listening right now to um, the Rock All Over You podcast. But it's the Deep Purple episode, which has been really interesting. Nice. And you got, they got that um, um, band Dream Machine, which I'm not real familiar with them, but my friend Samuel Wetz was kind enough to send me their stuff, so. Fellow DJ at the, that metal station. Thank you, Samuel. You rule. That's awesome. Any good? I don't know. I, I What I heard was on that podcast, and what I've heard I like. Very, um, I mean, if you're into Sabbath and Purple and that kind of stuff, I think you're going to dig it. Nice. You know? Well, uh, but I haven't heard enough of them to go, yeah, you know, like, but, but I'm intrigued by them. Let's just put it that way. Nice. Nice. Yeah, all that stuff going on. Uh, I've had to be busy because your ass has been impossible to get to record. So, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I mean, I, I look. Man, I've had, I had to, to do rock and pod roundtables just to let people know we're still a podcast. Well, look again. I'm I'm off every night now. So, Mister Sinzak, if you need me, just let me know, man. I will. I am down. He normally posts in the rock and pod. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna have to pay more attention to Facebook, the, I guess. The man. registered podcast group, pay attention to that yeah. one because he'll let you know when he needs people. Oh, okay, cool. I was supposed to do the last one, uh, but I just couldn't make it work. But let's get in. Let's get into it, man. Fucking, we just got over Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. And uh, some of the games went exactly the way I thought they would. Other games. Absolutely did not. Um, for me, San Francisco over Seattle, that was a no-brainer. That was an absolute no-brainer. Uh, Giants taking out Minnesota, that one surprised me. I, I did not, not me. See, not I, me. I didn't expect it to go that way. There's always one thing you can count. Sorry, Baco, I love you, but you can always count on Minnesota fucking it up. Well, that leads us to this next game. And, and we'll go more into these games here in a minute. And that's the Dallas at Tampa Bay thing. Uh, I'm sorry, Brady's the GOAT. And even with a shitty record that they had, I'm like, fuck no, this is Brady in playoff time. You know, I did not expect, not only Dallas to win, I didn't expect the fucking blowout that happened to happen. That's kind of my take on the NFC. Uh, AFC, uh, you know, Buffalo over Miami. I didn't expect Miami to give such a fight. I expected Buffalo right? to some. Ravens, Bengals, I kind of thought Bengals would take that because uh, Lamar's out, ain't he? Yeah. Yeah. And the oh, Jacksonville game. He might not be back at all, man. There's all yeah. kinds of crazy stuff going on because I don't know if you know this, but consider this. Chicago has a shitload in cap space, and they have the number one draft pick. There's a lot of people speculating that they may make a play for Lamar and trade him with Tony Fields and give Fields to the Ravens. I don't know if that's going to happen. But that's been a, a prevalent rumor. Nice. nice. There is one other thing I wanted to mention, and and, and, and I, it just occurred to me. I don't know if you know this, Bush. I'm sure you do. Um, but a longtime fellow fan of the basically the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast Army, which we are all a member of, right. um, Donnie Allen passed away. I don't know if you knew that or not, but I oh, just wanted fuck. to take a moment to, um, you know, give him and his family and everybody, you know, our condolences and sorrows. You know, I talked to Donnie a few times on, on uh, Facebook and social media. And Donnie's one of those guys that makes social media 
what the great thing that it can be. It's got its bad side, but it also has its good side. Meeting people like Donnie, even though I never met him in person, just a really sweet guy, knew his rock and metal, was very passionate about it, and um, yeah, you know. Uh, Man, I had no idea, and I, he may have unfriended me during the, the Trump Oh, really? Run. So uh, I haven't seen him. Wasn't he a Cowboys fan, too? He might have been, dude. I can't remember. I, I, I know his comments on RMCP were always awesome. They were always on point. He had great taste in music. Huge Ace Fraley fan. I do remember that yes, being yes. an Ace Fraley fan. Man, that sucks. I didn't know that. Man, rest in yeah. peace. That's, that's hard yeah. for yeah, I know, man. He's a good guy. But I, I just it just came across my feed, and I'm like, fuck, I meant to mention it. I forgot. So, um, you know, yeah, rest in peace, Donnie. You were a good guy, man. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, man, I'm sorry to his family and, uh, you know, close friends, not just social media friends. Oh, yeah. You know, like, like I said, man, you know, the world is, in my opinion, a poorer place without him. He's a good dude. Rest in peace, brother. Hell yeah. Fuck. Anyway, I'm sorry, but no. you were talking about Brady and the Cowboys. Continue. Yeah. No, I'm well past them. And I kind of want to say the Jacksonville-Los Angeles Chargers game for absolute last. So let's go back to the top of the lineup. San Francisco versus Seattle. What's your thoughts there? Um, pretty much went out the way I thought it would. I thought Seattle would give them a hard time at first. I know our good friend Brian Davis, our fellow podcaster with Damn Good Movie Memories. Plus, he's a fellow DJ at ThatMetalStation.com. So make sure you check out his show. I believe every Wednesday night from uh, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good stuff. Anyway, he's a Niners fan and, you know, lives in the Bay Area. And he was getting kind of nervous, he told me. But I, I, the game pretty much, I figured, you know, Seattle would give him a struggle for a while. But eventually that they would overcome him. And they did. And, um, yeah, I'll tell you what. I think, quite honestly... Kyle Shanahan should get coach of the fucking year. Dude's down to his third string quarterback, and they're still stomping dick, dude. Right. Like, I'm like, wow, that's impressive. I mean, this is the guy that was Mr. Fucking Irrelevant the year he was drafted, and he's fucking tearing it up, man. Got to give Shanahan the, all the credit in the world. I mean, and that Niners, de- I mean, that, that team, in my opinion, is loaded on both sides of the ball. That's just my opinion. But no, I, I I don't disagree. Uh, boy, next they, week they are fucking real. Oh, it's going to be rough. It always is though when you guys play when your boys play the nine. Well, the last time we played them, we lost twenty three seventeen. So we weren't blown out. It was a game. Right. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. We're going to get into all that and thoughts. Well, isn't next this week. the first playoff game that the Cowboys have won in quite some time? Uh no, no doubt. Or, they've they've won another one. Um, in the last seven years. Oh, okay. But it's the second one they've won. It is the first road playoff game they've won. That since, was it. Since yeah. they beat the San Francisco 49ers in 1992 to go to the Super Bowl when they dominated That's the Buffalo right. Bills. That was it. That was <laughs> it. Yeah. You know, because you've got to remember the next year, Dallas was just on such fire that they had home field advantage all the way through to the Super Bowl. Right. Oh, yeah, I remember that year. We're not going to talk about that yeah, year. Me too. Fuck that year. Beautiful years. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Neil O'Donnell's. No, that was the 95 96 season. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. No. Who oh. did they play uh, in the Super Bowl that it, year? It was Buffalo in 92 and 93. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. Buffalo went four years four in years a row, row yeah. and never won it. That is fucking insane, man. I mean, really, and that's, that's insane. And you, and you know what's funny? Who was the badass division in the NFC that uh, those four years? It was the mm. NFC East because they lost to Washington, the Giants, and the Cowboys twice. You're right. You're right. So yeah. isn't it interesting that it's three, oh, uh, it yeah, is three no, no. guys in the fucking playoffs? Three, three fucking NFC East teams in the playoffs this year. That's wild. Well, wait a minute. Now they lost to. The, they also lost to the Giants. They lost That's to the Giants, the Cowboys, and and the, the, uh, the Redskins. The Redskins. So the only the, the only team that they didn't lose the to Cowboys was the Eagles twice. Well, because right. the Eagles couldn't even get to the fucking playoffs then. Yeah, I know they were pretty bad. You know, they're kind of like the, the Commanders are now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, back then. But yeah, the, the San Francisco game to me. I mean, big ups to Purdy. I know they got a good defense. Now, I did do a little bit of looking, and I did see that they, like, 11 of the games they won were the teams that were 500 or less. Dallas catches a lot of shit, but we only lost or, or, or beat, like, four or five teams that were 500 or less. So I'm, I'm so sick of Dallas getting all that shit. But as far as defenses go, th this game next week is going to be insane. We'll talk about that in a while. I know San Francisco has a great defense, so I knew that Seattle wasn't going to do shit. There's no way they were going to beat them. You know, uh, what's his face went off to Denver. We see what happened to them. Uh, I, you know, they don't have a quarterback to speak of. No running game. The defense sucks. How they made it to the playoffs, I don't know. But then again, the Buccaneers hey, did. Hey, man, I got to give Pete Carroll all the credit in the world. The Seahawks were a much better team than I thought they were fucking going to be. I got to be honest with you, dude. I didn't think they were going to be worth a fuck this year. And Geno Atkins wasn't that bad. And they had a good running game, man. The pro And what I'm trying to say is the Seahawks were a much, much better team than I thought they were going to be. Pete Carroll's going to look like a genius. He's got a plethora of draft picks now. And well, yeah. if you think he ain't going to rebuild that team to be something fucking awesome, think again. The guy's a good coach, man. Sure. You know? I mean, I got to give him credit. I, you know, Because I didn't think he was going to get as far as he did. I didn't even think Seattle was going to have a fucking winning season, much less make it to the playoffs. Now, granted, I know they had to kind of sneak in, but still, yeah, I was impressed. I, mean, holy I shit. was impressed, man. Winning season? Okay, 9-8. and eight. Yeah, it's a winning season. It wasn't like Tampa Bay going in at 8-9. and nine. No. But come but, on. But I'm just saying, better than... Dude, did you think the fucking Seahawks was going to have a 9-8 and eight season? Be real if you said you thought they were. No. Come on. That's all I'm saying. I'm I, not, if, if you'd have told me the Giants were going to be in the playoffs, I'd have told you you were full of shit. It, it, right. What a, what a weird year. But you know what? You, again, give that new coach credit. He's got Daniel Jones playing his fucking ass off, dude. This is true. This you is know? true, which leads us to the next game we're going to talk about here. Uh, the one that kind of shocked me, because I kind of expected Minnesota... Um, to take this game, man. And this is one that I did not watch. Uh, Giants versus the Vikings. I mean, did you watch that game? Yes, I did. And what did you think of that game? I was impressed with New York. I'm telling you right now, I think they could do some damage in the playoffs, man, if people don't fucking take them seriously. Who are they playing next week? Uh, the Eagles. The, the Eagles. Yeah, Philly better take care of business, man. Because if they don't, I could see an upset there, Bush. I'm just saying that. Look uh, out for New York. I'd rather I, play New York next week. I, well, and I get that because the Niners are really, really fucking good this year. <laughs> that's a, that's uh, the game, dude. I ain't going to lie. I'm nervous. I can't even talk shit this week. Like, I want to talk shit. Because you know people are obviously talking shit to me. 
I posted oh, I'm a sure. new profile pic today with my Cowboys hat on. Even your co-host, Bildo. Why aren't you smiling? Is this a future picture after the 49ers whoop your ass? I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Bill's ruthless, man. So, so that's what I had to say to him. I was like, you know, this this game next week scares me. I mean, it's going to be a tough game. Because it's the two you know best what? I'm de- looking at your fucking photo the, right now, and you do look sad, Bush. It's, Just the, it's the two best defenses in the NFC. Yes. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? I just got to hope Dak is a better quarterback than Purdy. Um, yeah. Well, look, I mean, realistically, he should be. He's had more experience. He's, he's, you know what I mean? I mean, he's been their quarterback now for how long? Seven a few years. years. Seven. Has it been that long? God, it's it been seven like, years, dude. God, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. But, um, so, I mean, honestly, he should have the edge. Honestly, but he's, I, I think he's the oldest quarterback left in the playoffs right now. Every quarterback was born in the 90s. Yeah. But, but I think that uh, Dak is actually the oldest of the bunch. Yep. Yeah, which is nuts. Yeah, that is crazy. That's crazy. But that New York Giants team, man, I, I saw that. I was like, what What? What the fuck just happened there? <laughs> you know what? Bill, Bill called it. He said flat out, man. He's like, this guy, they're gonna, dude, you're going to win, man. They're going to fucking beat the Vikings, man. And he said that, he, for one, he just thought that the Giants were the type of team that, that the way they were built would give Minnesota problems because essentially it's what they did. I mean, I mean, for one thing, let's be honest, man. I mean, anybody who drafted Saquon Barkley in their fantasy football league probably did it because they're like, oh, fuck, there ain't anybody else to get, so I'll just grab him. Nobody wanted to draft that guy, and it's not because he's not talented. It's because he got fucking hurt every year. This is the first year Saquon has actually fucking played a whole season and killed it. And, you know, so he's living up to his potential. And then again, you got to give New York Giants coach credit, man, to what he's done with Daniel Jones. I mean, that guy looked like a total bust. It just goes to show you sometimes when people go, oh, that player was a bust. Was he a bust or was he just drafted by the wrong fucking team and they didn't get the right system for him? Because I do think, you know, people can, you know, you can sit there and go, oh, it shouldn't matter what off. Oh, it fucking matters. Even Kurt Warner said, he goes, I'd like to think that I could have succeeded in any NFL offense, but the Mike Martz offense, the Todd Haley offense he had in Arizona with Ken Wisenhut as the head coach, it was perfect for a guy like Kurt. You know what I mean? Where he right. didn't do so much with the Giants because it wasn't his right type of offense, man. That's fucking key, man. That's really, really key. Um, and I think... This guy, apparently he was, you know, the offensive coordinator, I believe, for the Buffalo Bills last year. And he's kind of, he's the guy who kind of helped, um, um, oh, what's his name from the Bills, um, drawing a blank. He fucking. Who are we talking about, the quarterback or the, or the runner? Quarterback. Back? Quarterback to Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. He, he kind of helped him develop. And now it looks like he's kind of working his magic on on a, on a old boy from New York. So. I'm Daniel Jones, so I'm. I have to say, Bush, I'm. I'm pretty impressed. Actually, a lot of the games impressed me. I was impressed by the Dolphins. I didn't think they had a fucking prayer with their third string fucking quarterback. I didn't either. What the fuck happened to Tua? Uh, well, he's concussed, dude. The poor oh. guy got concussed like two or three times this year, man, and that's kind of alarming if you're a Dolphins fan because it's like the dude's talented. Obviously, he played a lot better this year than he ever has any other year, but he got concussed and he got fucked up pretty good apparently kind of makes me wonder is 
he going to be able to play or is he done? Right. You know, I mean, that just says but, a lot about the Dolphins I'm gonna say this, line. <laughs> no disrespect, no disrespect to the do- uh, to uh, the Bills um, um, fans out there, but uh, I, I'm not so sure they beat a fucking Tua led team. Not not playing like that. I mean, they turned the man. They, they got to quit turning the ball over, or Buffalo might be going home early. Because yeah. if they play that way next week against the Bengals, yeah. fuck, dude. I'm here to tell you, man. As a Steeler fan, I know how good this Bengals team is. Yeah. I'm here to fucking tell you, dude. They're for real too. Yeah. Look I'm, out I'm for rooting them. Buffalo because I have to root Buffalo. Oh, I understand. I, I, you know who I'm rooting for? I'm rooting for the AFC. I'm rooting for Buffalo because they've never won. Yeah, they've never won. Uh, 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 and uh, uh. uh a Super Bowl, so I'm kind of pulling for them. That's awesome. Um, yeah, the Giants to me that was an upset. I know they were the underdogs anyway. I just I didn't expect it to be. I, I, I it, was, it was kind of a comeback. I mean, it was a back and forth, but it was kind of a comeback. I mean, that was just a good game. You know, there, there's a on, you know on TikTok I follow this lady. She's a diehard diehard Minnesota fan, watches all the games, uh, films her TikToks actually while she's watching the games, which is hilarious because you get to see her get excited on the good plays. You get to see her cussing them out on the bad plays. Uh, On that particular game, she was uh, in the stadium, got to go down and meet her favorite player. I I forget the wide receiver's name, but he gave her a jersey and everything. And uh, no, I'm lying. That was the week before they were at that game. So she got to go down and, uh, you know, meet the players and stuff. And, of course, Ooh. they had that comeback win because they were behind a little bit, comeback, won the game. But the TikTok of her watching this game was hilarious. It was hilarious because she was not a happy camper. But oh, I, will I say, imagine not. I will say she was very calm, cool, and collected at the end. She said, um, well, that sucks. But they had a good season. We'll be back next year. you know. So she didn't, like, blow up and break TVs or anything. Uh, but I, I didn't expect it to go that way. Now, this Cowboys-Tampa Bay game, after the performance that the Cowboys displayed the week prior against Washington, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a one-and-done thing, dude. They're they're definitely out. They're just, it, nothing's working. If you lose to the Commanders that bad, because they're blown out. They only scored six points for fuck's sake. Yeah, they got their ass whooped by the Commanders. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I'm on all these Cowboys fan pages, and I'm starting to become like Stephen A. Smith. It's like, oh boy, these these Cowboys fans are crazy. Because uh, because if you try to talk any realism, well, you ain't a true fan. Fuck off, yo. Oh well, shit. I'll just like and dislike things, and I guess. But I did not expect the performance that I saw. You know, the first few plays, you know, three and out Dallas. I was like, fuck, we're going to get smoked. But then Dallas, that defense was there, man, and they they rattled Tom Brady right from the get-go. And uh, they went three and out, and it it seemed like that kind of settled down. Mm -hmm. And he's just hitting everybody. You know, four touchdowns thrown, plus he ran one in for a touchdown. What a great Peyton Manning play, by the way. Same play that uh, Peyton Manning scored against Dallas when uh, Peyton Manning played with Denver. The exact same play. Mm. Well, it was a beautiful thing. I, I did not expect that. Brady looked like he's done. I think he is. And and you know what? I'm like, so you lost your family, and for what, Tomboy? Personally, though, this is going to sound evil. I'm glad he came back for two reasons. One, I'm, I'm tired. Man, look, 
Yeah, yeah, he's one of the greats to ever play the game. I'm not taking anything away oh, from him. He is, the, are... he is the GOAT. Is he really, Bush? Is he really? I mean, that to me, that's a bold statement. Now, don't get me wrong. He's modern era? Oh, for sure. But I'm going to say it right now. If Brady had played, you know what? I'll say it right now. If, if he had he played had... in the 70s, he wouldn't be as good because you could kill a quarterback. Yeah, there, there you go. There's he, that. He, he, he would, he would be no Roger Staubach. He would bro, be no Terry Bradshaw. And, and, and let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's just be honest, man. They fucking have tapered the rules around him. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Fucking Carson near, uh, Palmer, who I'm not a fan of. Always thought he was a whiny little bitch, and that was before he became a Bengal. So that has nothing to do with it. But he got his knee, and that was an accident. Kimo Von Hoffen literally tripped over the offensive line and fell into him. So all you Bengal fans that still want to fucking cry about that shit, cry me a river, it was a fucking accident. But anyway, he got his knee fucked up. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Tom Brady gets his knee fucked up. They changed the fucking rules. I don't want to hear it, man. There's been games I've watched where your quarterback, Tony Romo, got killed. I mean, dude, he got his fucking ribs broken. Yeah, still nobody come back and shit. won that game. Yeah, and nobody fucking... Big, big, big Ben got his nose broken. The Ravens didn't get no penalties. Nobody got fined. If that had happened to Tom Brady, they'd have thrown them motherfuckers out of the game. Give me a fucking break. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I mean, the, the whole football thing. It, it, he was guilty as fuck. He destroys his phone. Give me a goddamn break, man. I'm sorry, oh, Patriot you fans. Mean, you mean Deflategate? Yes. Oh, yeah. He oh, was yeah. guilty as fucking, you know, oh, I don't know. I don't know how the balls feels. Dude, you handle those balls more than I handle my fucking cock. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you know. Like, yeah, he's great. Don't get me wrong. I don't think I've seen a quarterback better at reading defenses. But he's also, he's played pretty much for the most of his career in the same system. He's always had a great offensive line. Right. He has benefited, and he's got to be one of the luckiest motherfuckers. Like, the dude has to have a horseshoe up his ass. Because I'm going to say it right now. If Tom Brady had played behind the O-line that Pittsburgh had when Ben was playing early in his career, he'd have gotten fucking destroyed. He would have got destroyed, okay? Yeah, I fucking said it. I think he's overrated. I'm saying it right now. Is he great? Yes. Does he deserve to be mentioned with the greats? By all fucking means. The man has more uh, rings than a married Ben. Okay? So I'll more give him... More touchdowns and yards than any other quarterback in history. I, I, I realize that, dude. But let's be honest. Okay. Take Dan Marino and mm -hmm. put him in, in his prime and put him in today's NFL. He'd fucking do the same goddamn thing. Sure. I, I'm sorry, but... Brady benefits from the, the modern era. Is he the greatest quarterback of the modern era? Yeah, fucking right. Of all fucking time, get the fuck out of here. Man. Let's take Sleen and Sammy Ball from the Redskins back in the day and put him in today's game and see what he does. The motherfucker called him Sleen because he slain the ball. And that was at a time period when it was even worse in the 70s when quarterbacks really did get fucking destroyed. So, again, I don't want to hear it, man. It's like, you know, yeah, take, take Brady and... I'd love to see him play back in the day. Love it. He'd get fucking destroyed. You know, okay? it's it's funny. You, Sorry, you just you gave the very same argument I give for why LeBron's not the GOAT. Everyone tries to say LeBron's the GOAT. I'm He's like, not the GOAT. I'm like, no, it's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's the fucking GOAT. LeBron couldn't fucking hang in that league. And everyone wants to say, yeah, but Wilt Chamberlain, you know, Wilt Stilt has, you know, he's got the most points in the game ever. Like, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. He didn't do what Jordan did. No. 
You know, no, I, I'm sorry. And I know LeBron's won several championships. Hey, good for him. Yeah, Let with, me several, golf. with several different teams. Yeah, and nothing like Brady. When things got rough in New England, what's he do? He bails. Where does he go? He goes to a fucking team that was loaded, but all they needed was a quarterback. And, oh, by the way, they're getting older, too. And now he's struggling. I fucking love it. And the other reason why I love it. I'm sorry I went off on this tangent, Bush, but I had to be done. Is the fact that if he had retired the same year as Ben, Big Ben might not have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, but now he fucking will be because Brady came back. So thank you, Tom, for being a fucking moron, for fucking your whole family and marriage up. And now you suck, and I love it, and I hope you come back for another year so I can see you struggle some more. Thank you. Well, I, I say he's the goat. His numbers do that. He's got more Super Bowl rings than anybody else. He does. He has more ma- rings than a married pimp. I said that. Good for him. But you know what? He, some of those early rings, he didn't win. His team did. That Patriots defense was fucking phenomenal. It was. He didn't do it all himself. That's what it I was. have a problem with. Everybody wants to credit Brady with everything. Uh, okay. Well, well, the quarterback's the leader of the team. Think about it. Most people, when yeah. you think about your teams, you think about the quarterback. But I got. I still got- did not come into this game thinking that Dallas was going to put a performance on like they did. Uh, God, I, I got to be honest. I hope with you, they Bushy. play that way next week. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was going to be iffy. I I just didn't know. I'm like, okay, well, which Dallas Cowboys team is it going to show up? Is it going to be the one? excuse me, that was smacking motherfuckers in the mouth? Or is it going to be the the guys who just got their ass kicked by the fucking commanders, you know? Like, it was like, well, you know what I mean? Thing. And and I, I think the other the other Cowboy team, the one that, you know, because I'm, I'm, look, I, I know I say a lot of things about the Cryboys, I mean, not the Cowboys, but, um, <laughs> but, but, you know, at the end of the day, they are a good football team. You got to give them credit. You got to give credit where credit's due. They're in the fucking playoffs for a reason. Yeah. Okay. And they got just as big a fucking shot as anybody else in the NFC. If things bounce their way, if you know, if they if they execute a perfect game plan, it ain't gonna be easy because San Francisco, they're for fucking real as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Uh, boy, I was. It, it was an interesting day for NFC football. Um, moving to the AFC, the Bills over Miami. Uh, I expected that to be a blowout. I did too. That was the only thing that surprised me is how close the game was, man. I was just blown away. And I know I had some Steeler fans ask me, well, what do you think would have happened if Pittsburgh would have got in? I'm like, I think Pittsburgh would have maybe made a game of it. But I don't think they're, they're not at the Bills level yet fellow Steeler fans okay we're we're rebuilding that's what this was and we t- we ended up being nine and eight which I didn't think was going to happen right so I I'm I'm excited for the future of the Steelers but I I gotta give Miami credit man third string quarterback and they only lost by like what three points or something crazy like that maybe four it wasn't it wasn't a blowout by any means I mean no it was, my, it was, Miami, it was 34-31 was the final yeah and you know what I think that maybe Miami's attitude was also like and really is the way you should always play you shouldn't go into a game all uptight and shit you should be kind of like because dude Miami had nothing to lose everybody expected them to lose nobody thought they were going to be any good especially when you saw how they played like shit against the fucking Jets the week before but man they they fucking played a great game man and Buffalo if you're listening to me man which I know you're not you guys better quit turning the ball over because you do that shit next week against Cincy, they're going to make you pay for yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, it'll be Just over. saying. Just fucking saying. And, you know, 
since he's a game a, a team that people better not look past. They're dangerous, man. They're good. They're real good, man. They they and are, but they beat a team without the starting quarterback. Oh, okay. Uh, and and they didn't they didn't beat him a lot. It's twenty four seventeen. Again, division rivals, Bushy. This division rivals. You can take. I'm. You know that yeah, when it comes to divisions, true. division games, whether it's the playoff or regular, you take fucking. You can take the goddamn record and throw it right out the fucking window. The Commanders proved that two weeks. ago. Yes, they did. Boy, did they prove that. So you know what? It doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Like so many people, oh, they don't have, they don't have Lamar Jackson. You know what though? The Ravens get. You know, hey, if if fucking uh, Tyler Huntley don't fucking turn that ball over, I'm not so sure since he wins that fucking game. Yeah, it's definitely a different game. You know, so again, it's all. That's what football is. It's a game of inches, bro. And and shit just goes one way or the other. And um, I'm I'm just saying they got a good. They got a good defense. They got a good running game. They got a great quarterback. Joe Burrow's for real. I'm telling you right now, he's well. The yeah, they were in the playoff or in the Super Bowl last year. Fucking right, and man. the Rams didn't even and, make the playoffs. And here's and, the and thing: defending Super Bowl champions, they're sitting at home yep. watching. Exactly. Um, but I will say this: I think Cincy, man, they seem to have a certain team in Kansas City's number. They've beat them three times in a row, including the game in the playoffs last year, and they beat them again this year. So, you know, everybody's so ready to to hand the AFC to the Chiefs. And I'm like, uh, not so fast, boys and girls. I'm not so sure about that. Right. Uh, don't get me wrong. No disrespect to Kansas City. Great team. Great coach. And, and Mahomes is one of those guys that if he's on and everything's working right, he's going to sneak. He's going to sidearm some stupid plays in. Oh, my God. It should never be allowed to fucking be caught. And, and, I know. and it's going to work. Yeah, that guy he, pisses me off so bad. I know, I know, man. <laughs> I'm like, He's really good. What kind of fucking goofy shovel pass shit is that that just worked? But, you know, I mean, <laughs> hey, Kansas City was a franchise that was suffering for a long time. Like, they would have some good seasons, and, and they would have some coaches like Dick well, Vermeer. Yeah, they're, they're a lot they like their baseball the, team. They would get to the playoffs, but then they would always get, they just didn't quite get it. They couldn't quite get it done. And then they got Andy Reid, and, and I was happy for him because, you know, he, Man, what a great coach. And the Philly fans, in my opinion, treated him like shit. Yeah, I said it. Philly fans, come at me. Right. <laughs> you, know, you you also treated Don McNabb like shit, too. You know, I, what a bunch of fucking... Man, I don't know. I, I shouldn't say that, but dude, they come across as complete, colossal fucking dickheads, man. The Philly fans are just... My God, man. It's like, you fucking... I mean, because oh, I remember in St. Louis, especially in court, when Kurt Warner left, man, and you know, and then we started sucking, and I'm like, man, we would have killed to have a guy like Donovan McNabb. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, and, and they just shit all over him. I liked McNabb just because he was a Syracuse boy. I'm, I'm not a Syracuse football fan, but living where I lived in northern New York, everybody loves Syracuse. I'm a Notre Dame fan, you know, so right. I was really upset when Brady Quinn went to fucking Cleveland and he played Cleveland-style football. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nice one. <laughs> But, you know, I was kind of a McNabb fan. Uh, thanks to Donovan McNabb, I bought that year's John Madden when he was on the cover and fucking learned about Avengers Sevenfold. So, you know, McNabb's done some good things for me. <laughs> oh, well, all right then, man. Yeah, I, I always liked Donovan. I just thought he, he, and I thought he was a damn good quarterback, man. I mean, hey, he was just a couple of plays away from winning a Super Bowl, man. But that Patriots defense, yeah, I yeah. said it. It's the Patriots' defense that won those early Super Bowls. <laughs> Come at me, And that was the year that T.O. was with the Eagles, right? Yep. Yeah. 
because when they were, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> when they were getting rid of him, excuse me sorry when they were getting rid of him I was screaming for him to go to Dallas and all my Dallas fans were like don't you remember when he disrespected the star I said dude he was a San Francisco 49er that's not a divisional rival it's a conference rival and uh, dude he was talking some shit and that's what T.O. does yes send his ass to fucking Dallas I don't care how the fuckers was cheering for him when he was scoring fucking touchdowns with Romo yeah. Shut up. Fuck yeah. I don't care, man. I mean, yeah, the guy's divisive, but he makes quarterbacks cry. He didn't make fucking Tony Romo cry. No, in fact, it was it was uh, T.O. that ended up crying when they lost. That's what he made. That's the quarterback. Fuck yeah, because... Which made him the perfect cry boy. Okay, moving cause, on. Because Romo was great. You motherfucker. You did too, <laughs> didn't you? God damn it. Now, let's talk about what I call the second game of the week, because the game of the week for me was Dallas finally beating Brady. Uh, it wasn't for me. It was kind of boring, honestly. No, but, I, hey, congratulations to you, I Cowboys had, I had a and, and the Cowboy fans. Well, of course you did. It's your team, and they kicked ass. Why wouldn't you be happy? You'd be fucking retarded if you weren't. I'd have to wonder about you. Yeah, right. Okay? You know what? But the other game of the week last week, Jacksonville Jaguars. Holy fuck. Versus dude. the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm 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 sorry. I'm so tired of every year all the experts just harping on the Los Angeles Chargers. Now don't get me wrong, it's just always been that way. And they got talent, but they, they are never I'm I'm gonna say it right now. I, I'm saying it, I'm calling it right now. Because of their owner, because he's kind of a dipshit and he's done stupid things like, oh, I don't know, fire Marty Schottenheimer when he was kicking ass. Even though he didn't win the big one, he came so fucking close so many times. It wasn't even funny. And then they they get all these other coaches and they're never going to win. I think that the owner is a fucking dipshit. I think the man at front office is our dipshits. I, I don't think they're ever going. I'm sorry, Charger fans. I'm sorry, man. I don't think. Shit, I hear and, that and, and, same and, talk no, about Cowboys. Yeah, but. Okay, granted. They think about it. That front office gets in the way. Bro, bro, they do. They do. But at least Jerry Jones has some fucking Lombardis to show for his shit. What the fuck does the Chargers owner have to show? Nothing, man. Nothing. Because he'll fucking... You know you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yes, Jerry Jones sometimes does... I mean, fuck, he makes me scratch my head. I mean, I think the thing with Jerry is... It's like he wants to be responsible for the Cowboys' success. Um, I think Jerry Jones is a very smart businessman. I don't... It, it, he's not always wrong. I mean, he's made some moves with the Cowboys that I'm like, oh, okay, I get that. But then there's other times where it's like um, he will do things. I think sometimes he's a little – like right now, I'm going to call it, dude. Pollard should be the starting running back, not Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott needs to take a back seat. Yes, play him. Yes, use him. But Pollard is the hot hand. And I can't help but think that that's – Jerry Jones is doing, not Mike McCarthy. It, it may be, and, and Zeke, it's, it's just, he's a little bit older now. He's still a great back. Oh, he is. He's still damn good back. I'm he's not strong taking as waiver. fuck. He's he's kind of turned into, and this happens with a lot of running backs. You know, as they get a couple years on him, that's probably the toughest fucking position. Oh, there is because you got to. Well, everyone else is blocking line. and pushing and shoving. You're just constantly getting fucking crushed. Yeah. So he's it's a two shortest, three yeah, two three yard back. It's a it's a it's the shortest 
life or shelf life of any position in football, right. in, in my opinion. And I here's mean. the thing. I, I think the reason Zeke stays there is because he can still bust off 12 and 19 yards. Oh, I'm not saying don't play him, Bush. I'm just no, saying. No, I, I know I you're think, not. But I, I see. All, the but they reason should, I'm they saying should use this, them both. They should use them both. Well, they do Pollard, use them dude, both. The reason I'm but, saying this is they do need to use Pollard more. That's all I'm saying. But I think Pollard is more of those outside runs. Mm-hmm. He's the outside run guy. So if you run a run, you know, three plays of a down, go ahead. But gear your Well, running. Pollard's a pretty good receiver too, isn't he? Yeah, which is why See, he's a better outside runner. Right, and he's great for that, man. I mean, that's a safety blanket for Dak. So, yeah, I just think that they should utilize that more. But i got to be honest with you, I've, I've, I've watched a few Cowboys games this year. I haven't watched them all, uh, so I can't really sit there and say. But it just seemed to me that, like, Jerry, um, he's, he seems to be really, really – and I'm not saying, hey, get rid of Ezekiel or kick him to the side. Oh, it's Elliot's not still a what good I'm, back. Oh, yeah, he's still hey, – he's solid, dude. He's yeah. solid. Um, but, I, I, he was definitely better his first three years. Oh well, sure, you know, and 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 that's the thing, you know, you got a pretty good one-two punch there. Our problem so. is, I keep looking for Emmett Smith, dude. Yeah, I hear you. You know, you know, that's all I want is the next Emmett Smith. I loved marrying the barbarian barber. I loved that guy. Oh, he was he was awesome, man. You know, but give him a you know a few years because he's such a big stout motherfucker. He's a you know a two two and three yard back. As mm-hmm. opposed to a ten or fifteen yard back, sure. I, I think Zeke's kind of the same way. He's a big, stout motherfucker. He's not quite as big as the barbarian was. Yeah. And uh, Pollard's got that more slim, tall type build, mm-hmm. even for a running back. Even though he's definitely not tall. Uh, yeah. But let's talk about this Jacksonville game. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the Cowboys and everything. Cause it's a much oh, that's fine. Because yeah, we got yeah. Okay. Uh, by all means, go Jacksonville ahead. Chargers. Now, you have a 9-8 and eight going up against 10-7 team, so they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Pretty evenly matched. Dude, Jacksonville, the game was over. What okay, was it? What I'm going to say something what, about... What was it, 27-7 the, at the half? Yeah, dude, if even that, I mean, they were like, I think it might have been 27-0, dude. I don't even think they scored until the second half, if I remember right. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, see, I thought they scored just before the end of the half. But, my God, what a comeback, man. And I'm going to tell, I'm calling it right now. Doug Peterson is a good coach. He won the Eagles the fucking Super Bowl. And, and granted, the Eagles seem to be doing fine, man. I think that front office has done a good job of building the roster they built. In fact, one of the guys to help build that roster is now the co-general manager of the Steelers with Omar Khan, who was our numbers guy. Nice. Because our guy, the guy that who's who drafted all the great Steeler players the last fucking, I don't know, 20 years, Kevin Colbert retired. So I think the Steelers are going to be in good hands than that. But but that guy, was he was at least partially responsible for building that Eagles roster. So I give them their due. But, you know, again, maybe it's just me coming as a Steeler fan, but there, it just seems to me there's so many football owners, you know, that are just so quick to get rid of a coach when they've had a rough season or two. And I'm going... That's crazy to me. Like they, sometimes they just like when the Bears fired, fired Lovey Smith years ago, and they, he finished with a ten and six. They didn't make the playoffs because that year, man, everybody was just ultra competitive. Isn't that mind blowing? A ten and six team didn't make the fucking playoffs, but that's what happened. And they fired him. And I don't think the Bears have been near as consistent since then. 
Don't want to get into that bear's hole, but I'm I'm just saying, you know, like I think sometimes teams are and ownership and management is just so fucking quick to get rid of these coaches, man. And I think Peterson is a good coach, and that Jacksonville team has got a lot of talent, and people better fucking look out for the Jaguars next year. Well, here's saying. The, here's what's interesting, and they could do some damage next week too. You just don't know because the Jaguars Lawrence, have nothing dude. to lose, dude. No, they got everything to win. That, that yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Here's an interesting statistic. I don't know if anybody knew this. Um, Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game on Saturday. Oh, no shit. Not in high school, not in college, not in the NFL. So it's interesting to be down. I, I, I want to say it was 27-7. to 7. I want to say that. Don't hold me to it. But to be down by that margin. Right. And to win the game 31 to 30, that means in the entire second half, you held the Chargers to three points while you came back and made this amazing fucking comeback. I think that's the scariest team in the AFC right now because of that, because they have such a momentum bump right now. Dude, that's that's scary. That's scary. And Jacksonville plays next week, guess, Saturday. Oh shit! <laughs> Saturday. Let's move on to or, or or what do you what do you want to say about that Jacksonville game? I'm sorry. Just that I mean, my God, dude! Again, it was not taking anything away from Jacksonville because they turned the ball over a lot, but yet they got it done, man. But what a that's got to be one of the biggest fucking collapses in NFL history. I know it's probably not number one, but it's got to be in oh, the top no, five. Oh no, it's got to be. It's got to. It's got to be that Atlanta Super Bowl. I mean, my God, dude. It's like Wasn't that crazy. against the Buccaneers? Wasn't that when Tom Brady came back and smoked the fucking... Yeah, yeah. It was the Falcons against the fucking Patriots, man. That was insane, too. Was it the Patriots that or the Bucs? That was fucking Bucks? ridiculous. The Patriots, dude. Okay. Look yeah, it would have to be because the Falcons and the Buccaneers are in the same division. Oh, yeah. yeah dude, I've had a couple of drinks. Let me alone. Whatever, dude. Yeah, and they're both NFC. I should, duh, conference even. Uh, whatever. Uh, all right, man. Quit, quit. You, you might, might want to put the beer there down there, Bushy. That's, that's Fuck. Suck on one. Jesus. I don't want to do but then later you're going to be like, ah, ah, ah. No, I got to get up You're going to have morning. to fucking edit and shit. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Okay, yeah. so Saturday's day, uh, game's coming up mm-hmm. at uh, 3 o'clock, which is weird. That's what that's what ESPN is saying. Cincinnati Bengals at the Buffalo Bills. Who am I picking? Yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on that game? Ooh, again, man. I... Okay, and remember, I'm Bills go ahead Mafia shows pick. out. There's you... not going to be a lot of Bengals in that crowd. Oh, I know, I know that. And it's um... going to be cold in Buffalo. Well, the Bengals play in cold all the time, though, so they're not. That's not going to affect them because they're an AFC North team. They're not pussies. I hope they get that fucking uh, lake effect storm or something. See, see what I just did there? Yeah, yeah, what I, I did you. there. You know, even though I'm not a Bengal fan, because actually, it's hey, funny. Guess I what? Buffalo the is the only New York team anyway. Okay, whatever. Anyway, quit crying, dude. Uh, anyway, man. Buffalo's the only New York team. We're going to talk about We're going to talk about that New Jersey team here in a bit. The Bengals, though, I mean, it's, it's funny because back in the day, I used to, and I think it was because Carson Palmer was such a whiny bitch, you know, and would say stupid shit like when they got their ass whipped and he'd be like, I think we're the better team. It's like, dude, you just got beat. Shut the fuck up. 
Right. You know, you might be the better team talent wise, but you weren't the better team that day. Take your loss like a fucking man and just move on, okay? That's what men do. Yes. Okay? Right. They don't cry like a certain team that I nicknamed the Cryboys. But anyway, um <laughs> Listen to this motherfucker. Okay. All right. And I don't even have a team in the playoffs. I really need to shut up. But I'm just saying it. I, I, don't, remember, should... I don't even remember Romo crying when he dropped, when he muffed that fucking kick that would have oh. beat Seattle to take him to the totally Super Bowl. He totally cried. No, he, he didn't. Cried. He just he said, did. you know, it hurts. It hurts. It's tough. He didn't cry. He fucking cried, dude. He cried in the. He may, he probably cried on the field when he was holding his helmet in his face. You think? <laughs> anyway, man. Um. <laughs> Uh, but all joking around aside, because uh, I actually like Tony Romo, believe it or not. He earned my respect. The Bills, okay, if I'm a bet man, I'm going to pick the Bills. But I got to say, Buffalo, quit turning a fucking ball over. You oh, do that shit against these guys, you will lose. And don't be surprised if the Bengals do win. Even though I'm going to pick Buffalo, and I'll tell you why I'm picking Buffalo. They're my pick to take the AFC. In fact, I'm picking them to win the whole fucking thing this year. Uh, I think I really think it's their year. I really do, because it seems like even when they do turn the ball over, they still fucking find a way to come back and fucking win. You know. But I will say this: you do that shit. You do what you did against the Bengals. It's gonna be a lot fucking harder, dudes. Okay, so that's that's. Um, well, That's no, that, my pick for that. No, that was Miami. I, I, I'm taking Buffalo as well. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a close game because uh, Buffalo's not really one for takeaways. Um, I think it'll be a close game, maybe a touchdown, maybe ten points. Uh, but boy, if they if they turn the ball over, just like you said, might you be know, closer than we think it's going to be. Yeah, Cincinnati, and it could, and there could be an upset there. There, 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 there absolutely could be. It's going to be hard. They're playing in Buffalo. It is. It is. So it's going to be hard. And Bill's Mafia shows out. Bill's, oh, yeah. Bill's Mafia travels. You know, yes, they so, do. Yes, and, they do. So you, you know, whatever stadium they have to go to, you know, you better understand that Bill's Mafia is going to be there. I was a little disappointed with Bill Ma- Bill's Mafia earlier this year. That game that I think it was the Eagles and the fans were throwing literally ice balls at the Eagles players, and it got so bad that the ref said, one more motherfucker throws an ice ball, we're going to penalize your bill. We're going to penalize the team. And I I, I lost (laughs) a little respect for Bill's Mafia. That's not cool, guys. But Bill's Mafia, they they did calm down. You know what? Fuck that, because Philadelphia is such an asshole bunch of fucking fans, dude. I know. They always fight in the fucking stands. They riot in their own fucking city when they win. Dude, they're the only fucking football team that literally has a fucking judge, has a courtroom. And from what I understand, I don't know if this is true. Philly fans, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard this, that they are the only NFL team, bro. That literally has a courtroom with a judge in the stadium. That would make perfect fucking sense. Because they are asshole fans. A city of brotherly love. My fucking ass. (laughs) No, I agree with you. I agree with you. But why? I've always had so much respect for the Bills fans. And it just... It kind of bothered me, Bush. That's all I'm saying, man. It's like, you guys are better than that. Bill's Mafia, you're better than that, man. And they were so, snowballs. Don't call them ice balls. They were no, snowballs. Wait, it, wasn't, it wasn't Philly. It was fucking, um, it was uh, the Dolphins that did that, too. 
And it just really shocked oh, me. Oh, no. You know what? You're right. And guess what? Fuck them, too. Because you remember when Buffalo had to go to, to Miami? And Miami's got that shit rigged where it's just hot as fuck on that side of the field. Has that been proven? Uh, yeah. They're saying over here on this side where the Dolphins are chilling underneath the fucking shade. It was like 15 degrees cooler than it was on that right side. Dude. Miami, advantage for Miami, Florida. But they're not. But they're not like fucking. Pick them in the fucking face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> they, they were throwing fucking like some of those them balls, soft man. ass Miami motherfuckers that can't handle cold. Give it to them right in their face. Uh, all right, dude. Never mind. I should have known a Cryboy fan and feel that way. <laughs> anyway. Uh... Yeah. So yeah, Cincinnati Bengals at the Buffalo Bills. I'm calling the Bills, but watch out for Cincy. Watch out for Cincy, man. They could be dangerous. Okay, wait, what, uh, do you want to do the one of the NFC team divisional rounds, or do you want to do... Because uh, sure. this is the order of the games. The Bengals and the Bills are playing first. And then it looks like Jaguars-Chiefs at 3.30 p.m. Well, your time. 4.30 my time. 4.30 your time. Yeah, okay. We talk <laughs> Eastern time here, sir. Whoa, whatever. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. 3 p.m. Okay. The uh, world runs on Eastern time. East Coast time. <laughs> And then we got fucking at 4.30, the Jaguars and the Chiefs. All right, man. I think the Jaguars are a team on the rise. They're one of the teams that's a young team, and I'm buying into them. I'm buying stock into the Jaguars for next year. I think they're going to be even better than they are this year. Agreed. But Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, at home... Arrowhead Stadium, those yeah. fans, that de- and that defense is pretty good, too. I'm picking the Chiefs. But you never know, man. I mean, anything can happen. I mean, that's why they call it any given Sunday, which will actually be, what, Saturday? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, fuck, dude. Uh, no, or, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, the Jaguars and Chiefs is Saturday. Yeah, AFC they, Saturday, they NFC Sunday. Sunday. Okay, so we got AFC and then and NFC Saturday too because Saturday night you have the Giants at the Eagles. This should be an interesting fucking. Oh, I didn't see that that was Saturday night. That really sucks. I'm looking at NFC and I I just assume both Sunday. So there's only one game Sunday, huh? There's yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no, there's two games. Um, The Bengals and the Bills are going Sunday afternoon, three p.m. You know what? I I looked at that wrong. And then the Cowboys and the Niners are going to play 6.30 p.m. your time at San Francisco. It'll be 3.30 there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I looked at this wrong. I was just going AFC, NFC. I thought it was AFC uh, Saturday. I, I looked at it all wrong. Okay, so, yeah, NFC Saturday, Giants at Eagles. Holy shit, dude. I, I got to say, I, I smell an upset cooking. I could see the Eagles going in there, and fu- or, or the, the Giants going in there and winning this fucking game. I think whoever wins, it's going to be fucking close. It's not going to be a blowout. Um, I really like what... I like what, the, what you call the New Jersey Giants are doing. I like what they're doing. I like the way they're playing ball. I mean, what's the easiest way to beat the Eagles? Run the fuck out of the ball, which I know Eagles got a good D. And they got a good run defense. But I hand the ball to Saquon Barkley all day, do some fucking play action, and run the fucking clock out, man. Keep Jalen Hurts on the side of the fucking field, man. 
Um, yeah, because Hertz is a scary motherfucker, dude. That that guy. Oh, I had him as fantasy four quarterback this year. He got me into the playoffs. Of course, um, in the playoffs, my team totally fell on their fucking face. But you know what? Before that, dude, I had the best record in the full force league. I'm not bitter, though. Um, but Jalen Hurts, man. And again, you want to talk about what that coach has done. Because Hurts was a guy that you could tell had a raw, raw talent. But his accuracy wasn't that great. But this year, holy fucking yeah, shit. Just everything's show lining you up. What good coaching can do, man. A good coach can make or break a player at any per- position if you get if you not just get the right coach but the right coaching staff you know because you got all your positional coaches too it makes a world of difference man and i got to give the giants coach all the credit in the world now i'm not saying man it's really hard to pick against the eagles because they've just been so fucking good this year and they've been able to beat you different ways they can run the ball they can pass the ball their their defense is very opportunistic I think it's going to be a great fucking game, man. I think this game is going to be really, really good. But I'm I'm sniffing an upset. I'm going to take the Giants, man. I think the Giants are going to pull an upset. Maybe I'm crazy, but I could see it happening, man. I could see it happening. That's wild. That's wild. I know. Uh, I, I know it's a hot take, dude. But yeah. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is back. Uh, but is he a hundred percent? Uh, supposedly. Oh, okay. Well, and he's had a few weeks off. He's going to be rusty. The Giants oh, are not. True. The, the Giants are going to be ready to fuck. I'm telling you right now, man. It's going to be a great game. Now, the Eagles can end up winning. But I think what, no matter what, it's going to be a fucking close game. It's going to it's going to be a fucking NFC beast fucking game, man. It's going to be fucking. And those divisional matchups, dude. I'm telling you, it's going to be a great game. Yeah, you're you're probably right. I uh, man, I I hate both these motherfuckers. I know, I know. For you, it's like God. But I I actually lean more towards the Giants as well. Do if, you? If they play the way they played in Minnesota, and and just don't quit and just keep going after it and going after it and going after it, I think Jalen Hurts being out for a while, coming back. Um, yeah, he's 100%, but is he really 100%? Plus, they had the bye week, so they were just practicing. They had no idea who the fuck they were playing against, so they were just dicking around. And, you know, they have had this week to fucking, you know, prep for the Giants. I, I, I think the coaching staff for the Giants comes up with something. I think the Giants win. Won't be surprised to see Philly take it all the way. Oh, you're saying... You're, you you won't be surprised if the, if the Eagles do win and win the NFC. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, no. No, hey, no disrespect to the Eagles fans. I'm I, Hey, you guys got a great team. They're fucking loaded. They're really, really good. It's just, it's not always the best team. It's the hottest team. And right now, man, the Giants have been playing really good football. Where the Eagles have been kind of faltering now. I know they didn't have Jalen. But they look a little fucking shaky. And with Jalen not playing, again, man, anybody that says repetitions don't matter, it fucking matters, man. Yeah. And I think that that's going to give – and I think the Giants, all I'm saying is don't be surprised if they win. If the Eagles win, hey, good, congratulations to the Eagles. I mean, I don't have a horse in this race, guys. It's nothing personal. It's just I got a feeling. My gut instinct's telling me that the Giants are going to pull a fucking upset. Somebody's going to fucking pull an upset this week. I'm telling yeah. you right now. It's going to happen. 
I, I agree, which leads us to the final game of the week. My and yours. That's right, America's team, Dallas Cowboys. Fuck off. Traveling to San Francisco to play the Niners. America's team. This shit makes me so nervous. As it should. Because I'm telling you right now, these are the two best defenses in the National Football League. These are the two best fucking defenses. Uh, Number 11, Micah Parsons for Dallas Cowboys has the most quarterback pressures in the entire league. And then San Francisco has the guy with the most quarterback sacks in the entire league. Yes. Dude, this is this is going to be nerve-wracking. Both teams are good at the run. And you're working this weekend, aren't you? But will you be home? No, I, you won't. I'm going to miss the first hour of this fucking game. Oh, man. Because the game starts at 6.30. 6.30. And uh, I work till 7.00. I'd be fucking having this shit on my phone or something if I were you. Yeah, dude. I'm going to find, dude, trust You'll me. find a way. I, I'm going to be watching this fucking game. Uh, dude, this game makes me nervous. Now, I'm going to I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Well, of course you are. You're because I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. And yeah. And it's playoff time. And even if I part of me knows better, even though I don't know better, I'm going to pick the fucking Cowboys. I'm going to say, if Dak Prescott plays the way he plays last week, and if our fucking kicker doesn't miss four fucking extra points. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know, but we just signed another kicker, so Marr better be on his fucking game or he's going to be sitting. I say he gets one chance. That's my prediction. He gets one chance. If he misses that first fucking extra point, he's down, he's done, and and, and the, the new guy comes in. Um, right. Yeah, that was crazy. I watched that game. I went, man, that motherfucker's missed every extra point. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, man? all but know? one. All but one. It was crazy. He, I was he like, finally what? made the last one. If you're watching the Eli and Peyton cast. I do. I When I watch Peyton Manning football, stood up and walked the fuck out. And Eli's like, I, I have never seen anything like this in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I got to admit, I love that. I love. I When I watch Monday Night Football, I always watch their version because they're just hilarious. Yeah, they, they and how they'll have guests on and yes. just like and I, man, Eli likes to fuck with people. Like he had Teddy Bruschi on there, and he's fucking with him about how he beat him in the Super Bowl. I'm like, Eli, you're kind of a dick, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. No, it's um, it, you know, it's man, a what, what a great football player, Teddy Bruschi. Man, that guy right. was a beast. That guy was a beast. Man. I, I didn't watch that version. Oh, and you know what? He was one of the reasons why Tom Brady won some of those Super Bowls. Him and that defense, just throwing that out there, the early ones. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, though, yeah, Brady when it when he when he got it and he got it and it was on and he got had people like fucking, oh, what's his fucking Randy Moss? Holy shit! But you know, but oh yeah, they lost that Super Bowl. But anyway, never mind. <laughs> um, yes, okay, I I got it. I I'm sorry, Bush. I have and and anybody go. Oh, well, you're gonna pick this team or against this team. I'm not a fan of either team. Now I respect both teams and their history. They've all had a lot of great players over the years. Even I will acknowledge that. Um, but ah, as a Steeler fan, I've always because you guys or both of you are very close to Matt. You know, it's bad enough the Patriots are tied with us with Super Bowl rings. I don't want either of you fucks doing it. 
Unfortunately, I got to go Niners, dude, because they're my pick to win the NFC. Really? I think they're going to win the NFC, dude. I really do. I, I, I mean, dude. Even though they've got 11 wins against teams 500 or less? I don't give a fuck, dude. The way they, they're just built to win. They're built to win, and they can they run the ball. And in playoff football, you got to run the ball to win. I think, but I I don't I'm not picking them to win at all. I said I'm I'm picking them to win the NFC. Now I could be wrong, but I just again I have a feeling. Look out for the Niners. Now I could be wrong. Oh, but, dude, uh, this game terrifies me. I'm picking the Cowboys out of blind loyalty. Um, uh, I I know that. If they play the run the way they played against fucking Tampa Bay, and yes, I know Tampa Bay doesn't have a good run game. I know that. But if they have to yeah. make it all about Purdy, I well, don't the Niners know might that, be in trouble. Yeah, I don't know that Niners are if, the if, team. But Dallas, it's the- dude, Dallas's weakness on defense all season long has been the fucking run. And yes. this is what scares me. And that's me. why I'm picking the Niners, dude. Not just, but also another thing about, I will say this, if, let's say the Niners do beat the Cowboys this weekend, and then they advance. If another team in the NFC figures out a way to neutralize that Niners running game, which is going to be hard, dude, because not only do you have McCaffrey, but you got fucking... Um, fucking Christian McCaffrey. Fucking, how do you leave a shit-ass team like the fucking Panthers and now you're fucking making a run for the fucking big game? Ugh. Because Christian McCaffrey's a fucking stud, that's why. I know He's he finally is. on a team that's worth a fuck, man. Ugh. But if Debo... Ain't that his name? Yeah, Debo Samuels. Debo Samuels. Dude, if they get him rolling, too... The Niners and, and Kyle Shanahan, he's such a creative play caller. I just, I don't know. I just have a feeling that they're going to fucking. And also, you got to remember something. They're motivated because they've been to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Well, actually twice because they went with Colin Kaepernick too. But but they're motivated. Like Kittle wants that Super Bowl. He wants a rematch with the fucking Chiefs so, he, so they can win the Super Bowl. Which makes me a little nervous, like because I said I don't want them winning. Like I want the Bills to win, honestly, because they never have. Every one of these fucking Jackoff teams, except maybe the Jaguars. I shouldn't say Jackoff teams; great teams actually. But every one of these guys, they've all won one or at least two Lombardies. You know, they've all won. Right. Well, except the Bengals. The Bengals have not. But uh, it's hard for me to. It's like I'm torn. Part of me feels like I should root for the Bengals because they're in my division. And, hey, guys, represent the AFC North. But it's hard because they are our division rival. You know what I mean? It's like it's that one thing we got, you know, us and the Ravens have over the other two shitty teams in the AFC North. Well, not so shitty with the, in the Bengals case, but we got the Greens and you don't. You right. know what I mean? Well, that's no, like I'm, me. It, my dream sequence is Dallas versus Buffalo. Dallas beats Buffalo for the third time. However, if Buffalo won, I could only be half mad. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, because you, 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 the Bills are your favorite AFC team, and, yeah. and, and you do pull for them when they're not against Dallas. So I get that. I understand that, man. 
Um, but I, I think these are going to be some great games. I'm really looking forward to I them, am bro. Too. That, man, I and, am um, so nervous about that Dallas 49 Oh, I, I, I can see why. I can see why. I do think it's going to be. I don't think, though, I think it's going to be a good game. I think, come what may, I don't see a blowout. I don't, I don't see, see a blowout. blowout. I don't even see Any a high-scoring game. game because we're talking about the two best fucking defenses right. in the NFL. Right. I, I, that could probably be disputed. Probably. Well, but right now... They're the two best defenses in the fucking playoffs. Um, I, I think with the Niners and, and, and the Cowboys, oh, excuse me, I think in their case, especially, man, when, when you look at it, um, I think that, yeah, it could be a very, and see, I like, like some people, man, I, I guess some people just have weird, like, don't get me wrong, I love an offensive fucking barn burner game i love those games where it's high scoring where you know one team scores and the next team scores and it goes back and forth it goes back and forth until the clock runs out and it's those are exciting games yes yeah, like love basketball them. but you know what else i love i love a good old-fashioned defensive fucking smash you in the fucking face slobber knocking game man yeah like the most cowboys fucking steelers games yeah baby yeah <laughs> And, and that's Smash mouth football. And, and and that's what I'm expecting with the Cowboys and the Niners. You know, I'm expecting because you got two defenses that are really really good. It should be interesting to see. Let me uh, pose this interesting question to you. Because uh, we know you're going Niners, I'm going Cowboys. Well, I'm going Niners because again, but it, I just got to go a with question the, for you. Yeah, who go gets, ahead. Who gets sacked more, Dak or Purdy? Dude, right? See? <laughs> and, I don't know. And, and how many sacks do you think will be in that game combined? Right. And you got to wonder also Four, about five. Purdy. He is 10, the X factor in this. Now, so far, the kid doesn't look like he's rattled. Who's that? Purdy? Purdy. He right. hasn't been rattled. since Ever since he's played, he looks calm. He looks cool. He looks collected. He look, You know, he's, yeah, he's been, yeah, been dude, playing very well. The guy's now, been... Get credit. Like, Everyone's like, oh, no, Garofalo's out. Our season's fucked. And it's like, Purdy comes in. It's like, uh, no, bitches, I got this. Right, right. So, um, uh, you know, yeah. and But you got to wonder just when is it going to be too much for him? Like, when is he going to – is he going to just be like, hey, fucking, I ain't got nothing to lose, and he just fucking goes all the way to win a Super Bowl? Who knows? Did, it did, could did Dallas and San Francisco play in the, in the, in the, in the wild card round last year? In San, think, in San Francisco beat him 23-17? I th think so. Because you got to remember, nobody's heard about San Francisco for years and years and years, and all of a sudden, 2019, San Francisco fans are coming out of the fucking woodworks. They started playing well. <laughs> I'll listen to you. I'm just calling it. Dallas fans are always there. Believe me, I see it on ESPN all the time with Stephen A. Smith fucking bitching about us, even though I'm starting to hate Dallas Cowboys fans. <laughs> God, we are annoying. I, uh, I understand, people. <laughs> okay, right here. Uh, last year, the 2021 San Francisco 49ers season, in the wild card round, the, the 49ers upset the Dallas Cowboys 23-17. They would then upset the number one seeded Green Bay Packers 13-10 in the divisional round, yeah. thus advancing the NFC Championship for the second time in three years. However, they lost to their divisional rival and eventual Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams 17 yeah. And that's what I'm saying, man. Like you know, you gotta give you gotta give Shanahan and uh, and uh, John Lynch. He has done a great job 
uh, building that team. Yes. Um, he's done a phenomenal. I, I do. Um, I am nervous about kudos, this game. Kudos to the Niners and, and their fans, man. I mean, hey, guys, you got every reason to be proud of, of your But your doesn't Dallas have something to prove in this one? Well, of course they do. They both have something to prove because guess what? They both went home with a bad taste in their mouth, Bushy. Yeah, but San Francisco holds it over Dallas. Yes, yes. I mean, um, and like I said, man, who knows what's going to happen? I'm not going to say the Cowboys can't win this game, but I just got to, I just, I just, and that running game, dude, if they, if yeah. they can stop, if they can figure out a way to neutralize Debo Samuels and fucking Christian McCaffrey, then the, the Cowboys definitely have a shot yeah. at winning this game. I'm, that's I'm the worst saying. part is this, it, Dude, and that's the worst part. It's just a shot. I would much rather be playing New York or Philadelphia this week. I, I'm telling you. Yeah, but I'll you, tell you what. I'll tell you what. I think those two that. games would be fucking slobber knockers too, man. Because again, you're talking about divisional rivals who know your Cowboys in and out, and they know. Yeah, they, well, they know each other, dude. That's yeah. What makes divisional games so fucking great, in my I, opinion? I, I'd really rather be playing the Giants. We already smoked them twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but dude, beating a team three times in a row is kind of tricky. How many times? you seen where a team fucking dominated their division rival in the in the regular season and then they make them they, they play them in the playoffs man i mean i'm not saying it can't happen but it's hard to beat a team three time games in a row in the season so honestly right. you may be better off facing the niners who knows man who knows who knows it'll be a good I mean, game mark and i game. let me tell you this mark and i have not talked shit to each other yeah I have seen Mark posting no shit talking memes, and I know I have not either. Right. Jerry Supe on the other side. <laughs> you know, this motherfucker. Isn't he a Cowboy fan, though? No, he's a Niners fan. Oh, is he a Niners fan? Jerry so, Jerry, I'm just saying, if, if, if they lose, if San Francisco loses, the amount of shit I'm going to talk to you <laughs> is, is just going to be brutal. It's going to be legendary, isn't it? I got oh, to yeah. see that. And uh, my buddy Lenny Strebing up in uh, New York, who I know doesn't listen, you've been posting an awful lot of uh, San Francisco owning Dallas Cowboys fucking uh, memes. I'll have your number two. And hey, that's the X factor. You got to figure sooner or later, Dallas is going to get that monkey off their back. They have to. It's just a it, it's just a game of averages, bro. You got to figure sooner or later. Because how many times, like right now? Do you know who leads the, the 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 series, so to speak, or the the rivalry? Like, who is 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 the Niners ahead in games one? Oh, Dallas versus San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Huh. I was just wondering. Yeah, I um, have no idea. But uh, you know, the one thing though that cracks me about our good friend Mark Alton I would Taylor, guess though, I would guess San Francisco has the edge because uh, the one, remember they dominated the eighties. Uh, one thing that's kind of funny about um, um, uh, the cow, you know, the, the the Niners fan, especially our good friend Mark Alden Taylor, fellow podcaster and fellow DJ at thatmetalstation.com. Make sure you check him out every Tuesday night. The one thing I'll say about him, though, he kind of cracked me up because, like, when the Seahawks were ahead, and he just said, "Congratulations to the Seahawks and their fans." I'm like, "Bro, there's an entire second half, man, and it's not like Seattle was just destroying them and up. Like, it wasn't like the fucking Chargers and the and, and the Jaguars game where fucking the Chargers was way up on. I mean, I love Mark, man, but I'm like, bro, why are you why are you giving up on your boys so? Because, quickly? dude, let me tell you this about Mark. He, he, whatever team he's rooting for, he will talk so much mad shit about him in the first half. 
And then the second half, he's quiet as fuck, and the team wins. Yeah, it's almost like... I don't want to see him saying anything about San Francisco this weekend. (laughs) I want San Francisco to be winning so he keeps his mouth shut. (laughs) Well... So well, that Dallas I mean, can come back in the second half and win and, that game. And I'm sure Mark, and I'm not doubting Mark's fandom. I know he loves his Niners, you know, oh, no, he, without he's, question. He's a California he, boy through and through, dude. You he, got he's damn a right. He's a Lakers fan. fan. He's a Dodgers fan. He's a Niners fan. That, that, that dude is all California. Yeah. And, he's and, not spread out all over the place like I am. But but the one thing I will say about him is, uh, or about that, is it just it's just something I noticed, man. I'm like, bro, you know, like. You know, I mean, I understand being nervous. Like, Brian Davis told me, fuck, dude, I was nervous. But I was like, I knew the Niners was going to win that game. Like, he wasn't, I'm like, okay, hey, good for Seattle. They made a game of it, man. Again, give Pete Carroll all the credit in the world. Because I didn't I, I didn't think that the Seahawks was going to fucking do anything this year. And, oh, by the way, he's got, like, a shitload of draft picks from Denver. So, look out for Seattle in the next few years. Just saying, folks. Right. Um, But... Yeah, man, um, I, I'm going with the Niners, but hey, man, anything can happen on any given Sunday, and you can't say the Cowboys have no chance. Oh, they got a chance. They got a chance. You know, you know, it's going to be a great game, and I'm I'm expecting a fucking slobber knocker. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, going with the Cowboys, but I expect the Niners. I'll right. I'm I'm picking the Niners because, like I said, man, I I got a feeling about them. I could be wrong though, man, because who knows. The Giants are kind of scaring me too. So, you know, like not scaring me like but like, whoa man, they could be look out for the Giants. There's well, really, you know, to be thing, honest man. with you guys, nobody should be looking past any of this fucking t- these teams in this playoff, this divisional playoff this weekend cuz I'm telling you right now, there's going to be at least one or two upsets. I I you know, there almost always is. And and you just never know. It could be the Jaguars. How how fucking freaky would that be? But it could happen. Dude's never lost on a Saturday. And who knows? Maybe the Cowboys will be fucking like you know because they're they're playing in San Francisco. Everybody, you know, like the Cowboys. What if I am Dallas? I'm like fuck it. Let's just go out and play some fucking football and do our fucking best because nobody. I, I'm sure San Francisco's the favorite to win, dude. So what do the Cowboys really, truly have to lose? I mean, yeah, it sucks if they lose. Don't get me wrong, dude. But if they play loose and confident, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just throwing that out there, man. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, and maybe I'm just giving you that false hope so I can see you just buckle and cry. Well, guys, we'll see you next week. (laughs) All right, guys. No, man, Um, all joking around side, man. I'm looking for, hey, like I said, I ain't got a horse in this race. You know, my fucking Steelers didn't make the playoffs. So, you know, I can't really brag about anything right now. But I am, you know, I love football. And um, Yeah, me too. Let's let's recap. Bills, Bengals. uh, I'm taking the Bills. Taking the Bills. taking the Bills, but I think it's going to be a hell of a game, man. And all I got to say Buffalo, you better take care of the ball better because yep, the Bengals will make you fucking pay. Jags, Chiefs. Taking the Chiefs, man, because it's Patrick fucking Mahomes. But, hey, yeah, I got, I got to Jaguars have nothing to fucking lose, and they could come in and be like, hey, man. And, you know, again, you just don't know. Trevor I'm thinking the Giants. Lost on Saturday. Yeah. And, of course, Giants-Eagles. I don't know, man. I just got a feeling the Giants are going to pull it upset, man. Maybe I'm crazy. I'm I'm kind of with you on that one, man. I, I I think the Giants are hot. I think they're hungry. 
I think Philly's complacent and entitled. Yeah. And I that's... and I really hate the Eagles more than I hate the Giants. <laughs> and and the Redskins or the fucking football team or the fucking Commanders they're not in it because I would root against them all day long, no matter who it was. Right, and then we got, um, of course, your Cowboys against the Niners. And this is the only place we differentiate. You're pulling. For yeah. Your, you're, you're picking the Niners. I'm picking I'm the Cowboys. I'm picking the Niners. I'm not pulling for anybody, Bush. No, I, no, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah that's why I, I I'm picking. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Um, I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't have. Like I said, I don't have a horse in this race. But uh, I, I do. I do hope I get a good game, though. I'm, I, I expect a great, entertaining a, game, I, and I yeah. think it's going to be a damn good. I think all four of these games are going to be good fucking games, man. Hell yeah! I think I think they're going to be great. Um, we'll, we'll definitely see how it ends up. Metal Mike, let's get out of here. Uh, do you have anything to promote this week? Uh, you know what. The fucking radio station, man. Make sure you check out that metalstation.com. Make sure you check out all our amazing DJs, including my friend here and my, not just my co-host for this, but my fellow DJ. And now he's doing every other Saturday. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can find somebody to fill that slot when you're not on. I might even toy with the idea of doing it myself. Nice. Don't Maybe. I'm going to fuck it up. I'll make it better. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. I'll actually play real metal. But um anyway, um <laughs> See, uh, you'll fuck it up. Um but I don't know yet. I you know, like this weekend I'm on call, so I may have to work, which will suck if I do, but hey, it could happen. So I'm kinda yeah, just I am kinda... not on this weekend, people, just so yeah. you know. So if you're trying to figure out what the every other weekend thing is, this is the weekend I'm not on. Yes, but anyway, Bushy, good luck to your Cowboys, man. I, 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 I want to see a good, I want to see some great football this weekend, come what may, and uh, you know, hey, I want to uh, see some good football without all the bad calls. Yes, man, dude, it's I'm almost sorry. to the point where I want to say I want to see some good uh, officiating. Well, like Bill got mad at me. Well, not mad, but he kind of got an attitude with me because the Steelers-Browns game, I was kind of bitching about some of the awful officiating, and he thought I meant just with the bad calls against the Steelers. I'm like, oh, no. There was, I forget the Steeler defender, but the guy grabbed the Browns' face mask. Face mask. I mean, he was blatant, dude. Right. And 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 the Steelers didn't even get a, fu- a fucking flag. You know, there was the fucking Najee Harris touchdown that they didn't count as a fucking touchdown. I'm just like, I mean, there was a lot. And then the Cam Hayward fucking um, penalty for roughing the pass. I'm like, really? It was fucking bad, man. I've been noticing the officiating in a lot of these games. is kind of like, they're just calling some shit that I'm like, what the fuck are they seeing, man? Yeah, that officiating. Uh, the, the officiating in the last couple seasons has been bullshit. Uh, and and uh, I got kind of a crawl in my mouth over to Dez didn't catch it, even though he did, and they awarded the catch three years later. We, we've really got to figure this officiating out. Um, I know there's a lot of non-reviewable calls that happen. Some holds happen. And it's like, that's not a hold. Some face masks, get a, you know, they get away with it. And it's just not reviewable plays. It's it's infuriating. When it comes to the playoffs, these fucking refs better be on their goddamn A game. I'm Let saying. Let them play football, goddammit. Let them play football. Right. And, and and it's interesting you should point that out because I remember a few years ago when it was the Steelers versus the Patriots in Pittsburgh and the tight end, Jesse James. That That's a fucking touchdown. I don't give a fuck what anybody said. That yeah. was a touchdown. 
and they didn't count it as a touchdown. And of course, you know, Brady and the Patriots end up smelling like a fucking rose, like they always do. And it, it fucked our seeding, and they ended up getting the number one seed when it should have been us. And I do think that makes a fucking difference. And yeah, I'm, but I'm not bitter. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of times these officials sometimes. I mean, I understand they're human. They're going to make mistakes. But like I said, that Steelers Browns games, dude. There was some bad calls on on both teams, yeah. on both sides, where I was just like, "What? Like, fuck." I'm man. just sick of the NFL having to come out later and say, oh, "Well, yeah, we were we were wrong, and that that play's been reversed." Oh yeah. I mean, like it's with happened. Dallas, that, that that catch against Green Bay that puts us into the fucking end zone, and that gives us the fucking Super Bowl. Oh, dude, there's a bunch of them. Um, I I think the one with uh, which again, it it didn't it didn't end up working. This goes back a few years, but when the Colts and the Steelers are playing in the divisional playoffs, and Troy Palomalu clearly intercepts the ball, that should have been the end of the fucking game right in there. But oh no, they said he didn't have control of it or yes. whatever bullshit reason. Give the ball make back a to Peyton. Move. Um, that's my favorite. Didn't yeah, make a yeah. football move. And, and, and Peyton Manning ends up because the Steelers were stunned, and he ends up scoring a touchdown and making the game a lot fucking closer than it really was. Because the Steelers, they opened up a can of whoop ass on Peyton Manning and the fucking Colts that day. Yeah, and then of course, and then in the, the bus fumbling the ball, man, Ben with that shoestring tackle. Fuck, man. You know what? While we're talking about football, man, hold on one second. I'm going to show you another pick of the week, real quick, or a plug of the week. Hang tight. I got to go grab this, man. All righty, all righty. Be right back. Okay, brother. I just got this really cool book, dude. It's from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. It's a it's a hardcover, uh, kind of like a ta- coffee table book. It's Ben Roethlisberger's remarkable 18 career Pittsburgh quarterback of steel, and it's his whole career. And they even got like the articles that were written during the time during his career, like as it as it progresses. And just some amazing photos and stuff. You know, like they're even covering the draft and wondering who's going to be, um, you know, who's going to be the, is, is Philip Rivers going to be a Steeler? It's just really fucking cool, especially if you're a Steeler fan and a big band fan, which obviously I am. And uh, yeah, man, it's really cool. And if you any Steeler fans or if you just love football, man, um, and, you know, I would recommend you get one for Brady or any of the great football play, uh, quarterbacks or players over the years. When they make something like this. If you're a Steelers fan, definitely check it out. If you're not, you're probably going to want to go piss on you, Metal Mike, and your Steelers. But, hey, especially if you're a Browns fan like Charles. <laughs> the who? Yeah, right? <laughs> the shit stains is what they ought to call Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going the same, uh, I'm going the same route as you, only this is a uh, DVD set. It is called The History of the Dallas Cowboys. 1960 to 2003 it takes you all the way up to the Bill Parcells and Quincy Carter era. This is mm. pre Tony Romo. Uh, it, it's it's a great documentary series about the entire history of the Dallas Cowboys up to that point. Yeah. Up to that point, um, and it also includes the 1992 NFC Conference Championship game: Dallas Cowboys versus San Francisco 49ers. Uh, and then, of course, it shows you know highlights from the Super Bowl, but it includes the entire game of uh, you know Troy Aikman and Emma Smith and Michael Irvin taking it to fucking Niners, Steve Young and them bitches, and Jerry <laughs> Rice and all them. No, it, it's a great thing if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan and a fan of football history, man. It uh, it'll tell you why uh, 
uh, why 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 the Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys used to have such a fierce rivalry because you know Dallas wasn't going to be allowed into the fuck they didn't want another expansion team and the NFC East definitely didn't want another expansion team you know they didn't they didn't want to do that and Tex Schramm was such a shrewd businessman you know the the the, the Redskins still had a marching band come on the field at halftime and play the Redskins fucking fight song Tex Schramm bought the rights to the fight song and said you couldn't play it <laughs> Unless, oh shit! Unless the Cowboys are admitted to the NFC East. DVD. Well, can Dallas I tell Cowboys. you something? I've got something similar for the Steelers. It's like from 1933 to 2004. It's the year that Ben got drafted and they went 15 and one. Yes. And boy. unfortunately lost to New England. But yeah. what a great, I mean, just a history of the team. I, in any, and, and they, and I'm pretty sure the NFL pretty much have those for just about every team. So whoever your team is, man, it, NFL films, they do a fucking phenomenal, amazing de- uh, job. Yes, they do. Uh, you know, Dick Sable and his son, who was no longer with us, um, uh, did, uh, I can't remember, Ed Sable. Oh, it was Ed Sable, and I think Dick Sable was his son. Uh, amazing, amazing job. And also, uh, I have a friend of mine who's a Bears fan, and, and I bought him the Bears one, and it was really entertaining. Like, there was a lot about the Bears I didn't know. Like, I didn't realize that they were a dynasty in the 1940s, before the Super Bowl era. Oh, but, before the 80s era, huh? Oh, yeah. They were, dude, They in the 1940s, they were a dynasty, man. They won, like, four or five NFL championships. They were called the Monsters of the Midway. And George Hallis, to this day, is still one of the... He held, he holds the record. Um, him, along with him, and, and, well, obviously, Bill Belichick. Mike Tomlin's now on that list. Uh, your your guy... Um, uh, Parcells? Oh, no, no. Uh, Landry, I think, is on that list. There's several... Oh, oh Tom Landry, uh, oh, yeah. But, but uh, oh, and Curly Lambeau, of course. But, but, but Dick... Uh, um, uh, George Hallis, man, Papa Bear, as they call him. That motherfucker, Scott, he's, he's on that list of the most winningest coaches. Like, I, you know, like I forget how many fucking games he won, but we're talking the guy won a shitload of games. I mean, I mean yeah, there's yeah. a reason why they call the NFC trophy the uh, George Hallis trophy. Right. It's fucking awesome. Papa Bear. And all I got to say is poor Papa Bear probably fucking spinning in his grave now. <laughs> what's happening to his bears. But, hey, that's another story. Well, um, they can't all be the 86 bears. No. Um, While they did the same goofy thing that Vince McMahon did in the 80s with their stupid video. Well, yeah, I highly recommend the Steeler one. But any team, I'm I'm pretty sure you can probably find one for your Colts or 
any of the any, any of your old school teams. Yeah, I mean, your Titans sure. and your your Jags and such might be a little tougher. Well, if you if unless you count the Houston Oilers, this is true. The Houston Oilers, kind of like they Baltimore did Oilers. Ravens. I mean, they used to be the Baltimore Colts went to Indianapolis, and you know. Well, the, no, the Colts went to Indianapolis, and what happened is the Browns. The Browns went to Baltimore. But they weren't allowed to keep the name or the or the yes. cot or the uniforms or anything. The Sorry, Cleveland I, got. I've to, had a few beers. Yeah, I, rem- Cle- I remembered. Yeah, Cleveland got to keep the name and the colors and everything. The, even the history. Right. Art Modell eventually got uh, uh, essentially got an expansion team. But man, what an expansion team! And also brilliant calling their team the Ravens after, of course, Edgar Allan Poe's. The Ravens, and I love their mascot. Especially Edgar, since they had murderer ass Ray Lewis on their team. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you got three, three. <laughs> okay, and you, and you, yeah, because yeah, no Cowboys ever broke the fucking law. <laughs> Jesus, no, they're Christ. as pure as the driven snow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we Look, got. Uh, you took Michael Irvin's cocaine away. He couldn't fucking make a touchdown anymore. Listen to me. You took Daryl Strawberry, left fielder. I think left fielder for the New York Mets. Took his crack away, he couldn't hit home run anymore. Let these right. athletes do their drugs. They only get three or four years anyway. Well, you know, maybe maybe, maybe Ray, if he did kill those people, did it in self-defense. You weren't there. Fuck it. <laughs> so, you know, anyway. Um, what I was going to say. It could be. So you're, well, I was so gonna you're say, comparing, man. Are you comparing Ray Lewis to Kyle Rittenhouse, you racist? <laughs> Just saying. Uh, 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 That's our political humor for the day. uh, What what, what I was going to say, though, is uh, about the – I do love the fact that the Ravens have the the three mascots, the three Ravens, Edgar, Allen, and Poe. I think that's fucking cool as fuck. That that is awesome. Now, was Edgar Allen Poe from Baltimore? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense. Yes. That's why they call – yeah, that's why they – I just know his stories and his short stories. Oh, I love Edgar Allen Poe. Huge fan. Anyway, guys – that's it. Those are our picks for this weekend. And I was thinking, do you want to record next week and predict who's going to win the conference? Even though I know I told you who I picked the Super Bowl, you never know. Yeah, right. I, my, my, my opinion may change, and, and maybe my picks don't win their games. So I think we should do this next week, too, Bush. What do you say? I am off uh, Monday and Tuesday, and then the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, well, we can do it Monday, Tuesday, or we can do it uh, over, over next weekend. Why don't we do it Monday, Tuesday? That way, A, it gives you more time to edit it, and B, it'll be before the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's do, let's do that. Okay, let's brother? Let's do it that way, because this is going to be tough, because I still have work to do. Um, All right, man. Check out, the, check out those uh, uh, videos we just talked about. Uh, I know I talked about the Cowboys one, but Metal Mike said two and a book. Um, so check all that shit out. Check out the radio station. Check out our individual shows. We all have oh, Facebook oh, pages. Oh, oh, and check out the new obituary uh, album, Dying of Everything. If you love old school death metal, fantastic. Haven't heard it. I can say this. Mark Alden Taylor messaged me a little while ago. I have something to listen to. Apparently, Metallica has dropped their next single called oh. Screaming Suicide. Oh, all right, cool. Well, so I'll gotta, check it out. So check that out. All right, bitch, let's get out of here. Final thoughts. All right, brother. Final thoughts. Keep fighting the good fight. And stay metal to your dying breath. Ozzy, bless you all. <laughs> That's way better than Ian. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's his God. Yeah, yeah, well. Ozzy's well, mine. Uh, motherfuckers buy vinyl. 
Nate bless you all because I'm the only god I worship. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll see you okay. next time. What are you, the god of mullets? Or a skullets? Yeah, the god of skullets. I'm working on it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys. Be good. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week.